You're listening to a podcast from the Media Motel. Hello, welcome to this week's podcast. I'm Juliet Harris. We've spent all year with you. Thank you so much for spending the time with us. We managed to do a podcast for the Parish Council every week in 2020 or 2020 as some people might like to call it we're now in 2021 which i can't quite believe but we are we're here finally what that means who knows at the moment but anyway uh, welcome i am doing a little stopgap whilst terence takes his well-deserved break we didn't want to break the run so i thought what i would do is i would give you some tunes which i hoped would cheer you up these songs always make me feel very cheery and uh, i wanted to pass them on to you so that you could use them if you need them and what better way to start than this
Will anybody ever record a better record than that? I suspect not, I must admit. I'm, uh, I'm finding it difficult to think of many records that are better than that. Pure shot of joy. Let's, well, he says let's dance. Unfortunately, we're stuck with me saying let's dance, but never mind. I'm sure you've learned to live with it. By uh, the dame himself, David Bowie, uh, the title track of his 1983 album, written by him and produced by Niall Rogers, for it is he of the band Chic. If it's a Niall Rogers Edwards production job it's usually pretty good isn't it it was the lead single why would you, why wouldn't you use that as your lead off track if you've got it available to you it was one of his fastest selling ever it got to uh, it, it entered the UK singles chart number five and it eventually got to the top for three whole weeks and um, soon after that it topped the Billboard Hot 100 it was his first and only single to top the charts in both the UK and the US so if you need that for a pop quiz that's where it is uh, what can I say it's a pleasure and a privilege to give you this info before that we had glorious Fleetwood Mac and everywhere from Tango in the Night an album which I've never really investigated very much despite the fact that I really like Big Love and I really like everywhere so I must try and find some time to do that we all had quite a lot of time recently perhaps I should be making better use than mine anyway hello I'm Julia I really hope that you're well I'm here in place of me and Terence who are usually chatting and possibly even mildly brawling right about now although having said that of course we continue to like each other very much uh, what could i say it's a it's a ever rolling panto at every time of year it would seem who knows but anyway terence is having a well-deserved break i'm not quite sure where he is right now perhaps best not to ask but anyway i'm here and i thought i'd bring you some songs that really cheer me up and i hope will really cheer you up too if that's something that you need just you know just songs that i think make me feel very glad indeed to be alive uh, so let's have another one of uh, my i don't think they're a top anything they're just songs that always cheer me up and um, we've already had the great that is David Bowie so I always put these uh, greats in a similar category and indeed they left us I think in the same year but anyway in order to wind up my friend who always gets annoyed when I call him this this is Mr P Rince.
Go on then, Prince. If you will put it like that, what a perfect record. I always get the impression that Prince is expressing himself, yet he does it with the utmost respect for everybody else, I think. I never feel that Prince steps over the line. I think that is just such a wonderful celebratory track. I think it is just the best, frankly. That was Kiss, uh, composed, written and produced by American musician Prince. It was released on Paisley Park as the lead single from Prince and the Revolution's eighth studio album called Parade. Came out in February 86, number one all over the shop worldwide, top spot of the US Billboard Hot 100 for two weeks. Gold in 1986 for sales of one million copies. That really did shift units. Ranked at 464 on the Rolling Stones' original list of the 500 greatest songs of all time. Number four in the enemies list of the 150 greatest singles of all time. Uh, Kiss, the best singer of 1986. But of course it was. Kiss is probably the best single of the 80s, apart from Let's Dance, which handily we had before it anyway. I am Juliet. Hello. I'm doing a little show on the Parish Council podcast. We'll be back soon with another show, but in the meantime... We are uh, popping this for you as a sort of a, a, a winter warmer, really. This always cheers me up, these songs, and I hope they'll cheer you up soon. Uh, next up, I'm going to play this. It might not be as well known as the uh, mega hits that we've had so far, but this was a song that was introduced to me by my nice pal Rob when I used to do a show called Indie Wonderland many moons ago. I think I was on a station called ARFM at the time. We're possibly going back the best part of a decade. But anyway, this is great. I usually use it to open shows. Always makes me feel, if I hear it at the beginning of the day, it always makes me feel feel like everything's going to go all right I think so I hope you can have this too these are the Bell Grade and this is Where Not to Look for Freedom Yeah. 
a love her laugh at the end that is what they call packing a punch isn't it also her debut single what a way to announce yourself that was brilliant pj harvey and dress i just that makes me just want to wheel around whatever room i'm in which at the moment is my parents spare bedroom thank you very much for the use of their facilities but anyway uh, that was recorded at yeovil's ice house as part of the dry sessions that album was dry that was re-released uh, what was now last year i can't believe it. it was only two days ago yeah it's last year now apparently anyway it was released last year as part of PJ Harvey's ongoing remastering and reissuing of her various albums on vinyl and CD. So I would very much recommend that you jump on that bus now if you didn't previously. Before that, we had lovely little tune. Actually, I don't know that much about the band themselves. They're called The Bell Brigade. The tune was called Where Not To Look For Freedom. And it was taken from their debut album, which was called um, it was called uh, The Bell Brigade, I think. It was self-entitled or eponymous, if you'd like to be posh like that. Um, it was listed as one of the best albums released in 2011 by Paste magazine. They've done various things, including uh, some bits and bobs of the Twilight film soundtracks, I think. But I really like that. Again, it, I just love any music that sounds like people running always seems to cheer me up. So uh, we are doing just me with some cheery songs this week on the Parish Council. Uh, I will drag Terence back along in due course. I hope he is sunning himself somewhere. Uh, I say sunning himself somewhere nice, wherever Tier 4 allows him to do that. But anyway, I thought I'd bring you some cheery songs in the meantime and one of the big things that I have enjoyed doing in 2020 there are lots of things obviously that have been less ideal perhaps for lots of people about that year but I've very much enjoyed getting to do some radio shows thank you to uh, those of you that also listen to those I brought my Saturday social show back and I think of all the tunes that I played on that that made me feel like uh, feel glad to be alive it, I think I'm going to pick this one from that particular bunch we'll have a couple more I think after that but in the meantime this reminds me of a very dear friend of mine um, who runs a record shop called Susan and she runs it with her husband Tim who's also a very dear friend of mine I remember in their old premises which was tiny when we didn't know each other very well I went in once and picked this up and uh, said to her can you play this please just so I can check it's as good as I think it is and about 20 seconds in she went I think it is don't you yeah I agree
the stronger you hold me, baby. The stronger you hold, the more I need you.
I mean, part of me feels that they should be prescribing this sort of music on the NHS, really. Oh, just uh, how lucky, how lovely to be alive and to be able to hear those things. That was Aretha Franklin's peerless version of I Say a Little Prayer. She really is, in my view, one of the best interpreters of other people's songs. Originally, well, it came from what I like to think of as perhaps the Argos of the songwriting world, because there was a certain point in time where if it didn't come out of the Brill Building, you didn't really need it, really, when it came down to it. A backrack and David at their very finest, I think, in my view, written for Dion Warwick. Um, it was intended, interestingly, by uh, How David to convey a woman's concern for her man who was serving in the Vietnam War. I did not know that, actually. Uh, very much uh, from that certain time in history, recorded by Dion Warwick in a 1966 April session. Um, she did 10 takes on I Say Little Prayer with Bacharach. Um, he never liked it. He didn't do more than three takes usually, but he never liked it, felt it was rushed. So perhaps. Who knows? Perhaps they feel that Aretha's version was the definitive. Originally a B-side and then ended up becoming a hit in its own right. It was meant to back the house at Jackville, which it did, and then just took on a life of its own. I love it when songs do that. Just goes to show that, you know, the general public do sometimes get it wrong, but more often than not, they do get it right. Before that, we have Frank Wilson and Do I Love You? Indeed I Do. I just That is just joy. It's just joy in a couple of minutes, and it was not exactly a massive hit, but again, it weirdly, sort of a more specified version of the general 
general public took it to their hearts. It was his only Motown single, a prized item among collectors. If you'd like to sell your house, then presumably you can buy one of those. You uh, you can do that if you wish. Uh, you may also be familiar with it because it was very much taken to the heart of the northern soul scene. If you want, um, if you want a, a, an idea of just how scarce these are, 250 demo 45s of the song pressed in 65, scheduled for release on the 23rd of December 1965. Um, Wilson decided he wanted to rather focus on producing, and uh, Barry Gordy wasn't very keen on the vocals. He always gets it wrong, Barry Gordy from Motown, and he wanted to prevent the producers from having a successful recording career. He also wasn't very nice. The demos were destroyed. At least two, maybe as many as five copies survived. We don't really know how many survived. Um, one went for 25,742 in May 2009 uh, pounds, that is. One's rumoured to be owned by Barry Gordy. It feels a little bit like the Willy Wonka chocolate bar wrappers. They're out there. The golden tickets are out there somewhere. Do let me know if you happen to come buy one. And to start out, well, we just felt like doing a triple decker, so we did, really. Um, I get the sweetest feeling. Like I say, one of those tunes that just... any happy time in my life usually has that playing it was by Jackie Wilson of course Um, it was a 1968 single from the album with the same title it was a Motown inspired song recorded during his Chicago period when he got energy back and recorded lots of singles and albums again written by Van McCoy and Alicia Evelyn uh, directed by Willie Henderson directed the orchestra uh, the Funk Brothers who are Motown's in-house band doing the instrumental track the Andantes doing the backing vocals so very much a who's who of music at that time i think so we're doing a a little kind of a thing where we uh we play some tunes or rather i play some tunes it's just juliet hello terence is uh is getting his much needed i say much needed much deserved let's not say much needed i might get in trouble much deserved beauty sleep obviously he could not get any more beautiful we know this um so i'm playing some tunes that i find very cheering uh just as a sort of a winter warmer for you really um I, I'm not going to tie this to anything else. I'm just going to play this right now and say the first time I heard this band, I just knew, I just knew that 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 I would always have them in my life, and I hope I always will do. They've stopped releasing records some time ago. There's a new greatest hits out from them, which, in a true style of them, it, there's not a lot of bells and whistles and packaging. It's just you know. 20 uh, odd great tracks and uh, you know there's their utility is what makes the white stripes excellent I remember the first time I heard this I just couldn't stop grinning and I still feel that way now I was watching with one eye on the other side I had 15 people telling me to move I got moving on my mind I found shelter in some
sound silly for me to think childish thoughts like these. But I'm so tired of acting tough, and I'm gonna do what I please. Let's get married in a big cathedral by a priest. 'Cause if I'm the man that you love the most, you can say I do at least. Well, it's one, two, three, four. Take the elevator at the hotel. You're about to get to see you later. All I got inside is vacancy. And it's a four, five, six, seven. Grab your umbrella. Grab hold of me 'cause I'm your bigger fella. All I got inside is vacancy. I have to say there are moments where I fear that Jack White is about 20 years off becoming Van Morrison, but hopefully he will avoid that uh, arbitrary fate that I've prescribed for him. Let us remember them when they were young and vibrant. That is superb. Uh, Hotel Yorba by the White Stripes, a lead single from White Blood Cells. It was their first single to be released commercially, released in November 2001. And if you'd like to know more about the Hotel Yorba, well, I can tell you it was built in 1926. It was a former hotel in southwest Detroit. You can see it along the I-75 near the Ambassador Bridge to Canada. The single version of the song was recorded in room 206 of the building, which is now used as government-subsidised housing. I played the uh, single version there. Jack says that as a child, he heard a rumour that the Beatles had stayed there, a rumour that, although false, he loved. I think that is so great. It's exactly the sort of thing I would do, to be honest. But anyway, we will carry on. I'll play some more tunes to cheer you up. I am playing you this now. One of my favourite bands, my best friends run a record shop that's partially named after one of their songs. I didn't think I'd ever get to see them and I thought I'd missed the boat because I was too young for them the first time round and in 2019 I had the joy of seeing them absolutely tear the roof off the Concord 2 in Brighton and this song I think I said earlier I'd, songs that sound like people running tend to cheer me up songs that are sort of full of energy and just just you know distract you from everything else and you can just get lost in I very much feel that Emperor Tomato Ketchup by Stereolab fits that brief <laughs> Thank you. 
As trendy folk might say, that was really quite off the chain, wasn't it? Apologies for not giving him more warning and getting a yellow triangle out. But like I say, songs that always make me feel happy to be alive and cheerful. Cowgirl by Underworld, uh, originally released as a single in 94, taken from their album of that year, which is the brilliantly titled Dub No Bass With My Headman, and it's all one word, all lowercase, which can only add to its appeal in my view. Uh, its B-sides included Cowgirl, Irish Pub in Kyoto mix. I'd like to go there. That sounds like great fun by the mighty underworld of course often played with res as a sort of a live duo when we were able to do that hopefully we can do that again soon i will definitely be going to see them as soon as it is possible to do so before that the title track to emperor tomato ketchup the brilliant record by stereo lab named after the 1971 experimental film emperor tomato ketchup by japanese author and director shuji teriyama while the artworks covered um, the artwork cover is inspired by the lp cover sleeve of a 19 1964 recording of composer uh, Bella Bartok's Concerto for Orchestra by the Bamberg Symphony, conducted by Heinrich Holreiser. Of course it was. It's Stereo Lab. Of course it was. I, I just love how... I wouldn't say they were willfully obscure actually they just do their own thing and it's inspired by so much odd stuff and I love it it was such a pleasure to see them in 2019 so you've got Juliet hello I'm sort of supply this week as uh, Terence is off on adventures or not on adventures one hopes and I will give you some che- I'm giving you some tunes that really cheer me up and I hope they might make you feel a bit cheery as well during what we are continuing to be contractually obliged to call strange times I will move on now let's play Beatles Band everyone always wants to hear Beatles Band and I, this is just uh, again something that always makes me feel rather happy it's perhaps not seen as one of their classics but I'm just playing things that make me cheerful so I'm going to play you this um, and it has got a gratuitous monkey mention as well so what's not to love
ballistic fragile Kelly Rufus. This is Ali X ballistic fragile Kelly Rufus. This is Ali X ballistic fragile Kelly Rufus. No, no, no. When I was just a little girl in the hills of Italy, we laugh and play and sing the song a little differently. We sit around the piano, the bubini family. In harmony, we have the three which sing so gleefully. Always good value, always lots of fun, and always guaranteed to cheer me up. No end. The brilliant Papini sisters and their version of Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. That is really testing my pronunciation skills to the limit. Taken from their album The High Life, which was released in March 2016. It was crowdfunded, that one, but they have released records before and since on other labels. They were the last band that I saw before the lockdown in 2020 in March, and they were absolutely great. If we do get things up and running again soon, I'd recommend you spend an evening out with them they are such fun as someone once said before that uh paolo Natini and pencil full of lead something else that well some people might might feel this is you know sort of this this kind of revivalist shtick is just that but i, I just fall for it i fall for it every time i absolutely love that i think it's brilliant it's not even diminished by having a hundred thousand people doing a charleston to it on strictly come dancing every other week it is just it like i say it's a song of sunshine that makes me like life very much and to start us off on again another accidental triple decker it just felt right at the time in the moment the beatles and everybody's got something to hide except for me and my monkey that handbell it's so relentless and frantic i just again i just that's a song that just feels like it has to be out there taken from the white album and me and my friends occasionally take on the challenge of compiling a single disc white album for each other basically cutting out what you feel is not essential and that always stays in mind i could never ever do a white album version without that frankly uh, so we're, we're doing some tunes i'm just doing some tunes to cheer you up really these always cheer me up and i hope that they cheer you up too i'll be back with terence in due course but in the meantime let's have another tune now i i think this is the sound of being young for me i know that everybody has a different experience of being young depending on the time that you are i always feel a little saddened when people try and diminish brit pop or or try and you know load all sorts of political things that have happened since onto its shoulders which don't really belong there i think tim worthington's written really good stuff on this and there's been some other excellent articles elsewhere i'm going to play this uh, i'd like to thank lauren laverne for having been so good on six music well always but throughout 2020 and certainly one of the people who kept me going at times and this song just takes me back it just reminds me of being young and everything feeling impo- uh, sort of possible not impossible far from it everything feeling possible and exciting and just the joy of you know not having many restrictions on it and just being able to go out and have fun this is kanicki lauren laverne's band and this is in your car Tired of walking, yeah, 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 y
one of my favourite bands, by far and away the most underrated in my view. That is the Delgados, and from their album Universal Audio, that was Everybody Come Down. I never feel that got the love that it deserves, but anyway, hopefully that cheered you up as it did me. And before that, from the album at the club, Kanicki's In Your Car. Ah, oh, just the, the years fall away when I hear that from me, I must admit. So we're at the end of this sort of fill-in funny little show uh, that we've put out as part of the Parish Council's output. I hope that you have enjoyed it. It'll be lovely to be with you again some other time, but I've enjoyed this time we've had together. It's been just a joy to play these tunes. I certainly feel much cheer at the end of this programme than I did at the start of it, and I hope that is the same for you too. If you'd like to tweet me your cheery songs, maybe we'll do another at some point. I'm at superjules 84 If you'd like to find my erstwhile colleague, that is Sir Terence, he's at Sir Terence, bless him, and you can uh, hopefully hear from us again fairly soon. But in the meantime, to play us out, I just think this is great fun. I think this is, it, it just always puts a smile on my face and I just think it demonstrates how truly great music can be adapted and enjoyed in any form, really. I just I just think this is such a brilliant arrangement. This is the Hackney Colliery Band and this is Prodigy Medley. I'll leave you raving to this and I'll see you another time.
You've been listening to a Parish Council production. <laughs> <laughs>